My mom always believed in me. She would always say, follow your dreams. My mom would listen without judgment and, and lots and lots of compassion. Now my mom will turn 96 years young this May. And she really is my hero and a role model to not just to me, but to many others. Welcome to the Jesus Calling Podcast. Cheryl Carpen is best known as the author of The Eat Your Peace Collection, a series of books dedicated to helping others communicate love, hope, and encouragement when they can't find the words themselves. Cheryl is also a gifted speaker who inspires others to recognize and celebrate their unique gifts in life. Cheryl recalls her early years and the moment she recognizes as her beautiful broken heart season and how her mom encouraged her all along the way. My name is Cheryl Carpen, and I'm a wife, bonus mom. I'm a very proud grandmother. I'm an entrepreneur and an author. I grew up in a rural township called Johnsville, Minnesota, and I had a wonderful childhood. My father was a farmer and a fireman, and whether on the job or off the job, he always seemed to be putting out someone's fire, like pulling over to help a stranded motorist or visiting the elderly or helping a neighbor rebuild their car transmission. My dad was always rescuing people. And as kids, we knew that he had our back too. My mom, she was a stay-at-home mom, but she was a great seeker of faith and wisdom, whether it was through books or church. And if one of our neighborhood kids had a crisis, they would most likely end up at the carpent table, at our table. And so in a way, I grew up in this family where my parents were always serving in one way or another. And As a child, my parents gave me a lot of free reign, so to dream and imagine and explore. I was the youngest, and so, but also I got used to get in a lot of trouble, and so it's kind of a miracle that I survived those early years, but by the grace of God, I'm here. My two favorite activities when I was younger was playing store and directing and hosting childhood like talent shows, and which was probably an early indication of where I was headed professionally in life. It was probably where I got my first love of like being up on stage and having a microphone in my hand, even though it was a plastic microphone. I was a dreamer and I loved imagining and scheming of living like a large life. And because of that, when I was 16 years old, I told my dad one day my big hairy dream, which was I was going to move to New York City and become a fashion coordinator. I landed a job in New York City. And what I loved about that is that working in the fashion world taught me many lessons about the world of commerce and how products were actually brought to market, and which led me down another path. I said I would never return home to a small town. You know, I'd never move back to Johnsville and the Noka, Minnesota area because, you know, I was a big city girl. But it was probably, you know, 10, 15 years later, I ended up moving back home and my mother gave me $1,000, and I had a $1,500 credit limit on my Visa card, and I opened up a very small gift and home decor store called Something Different in downtown, which was just eight miles from where I grew up. This was one of the best times of my life because I love the creativity and freedom of being an entrepreneur, and I thrived. I mean, I literally thrived on connecting with people and hearing their stories. Yet, one year later, I personally hit rock bottom. I thought I was going to die of a broken heart, and I really thought I was literally going to die. And at the age of 32, I couldn't understand why no one would love me. And when I look back at that time when I was, I mean, I was literally flatlined and devastated. I just felt so unloved. And I remember two things. One is my customers in my retail store noticed that I didn't have that 
kind of unbridled enthusiasm that I was so well known for. One morning I was sitting in the chair in my mother's living room and I I was sobbing and and I just couldn't understand why life was had just gone so wrong, you know, my dreams were broken and and I remember my mom coming over to me and hugging me and she held me in her arms and she said, don't worry, Cheryl, God just has a different plan for you. And it was hard for me to believe then, but wow, did he ever have a different plan for me. And I am so grateful. I call that time in my life, my beautiful broken heart. I rededicated my little store called Something Different to celebrating and inspiring women. And I filled the store shelves with messages like, you're beautiful just the way you are, and believe in the power of your dreams, and have faith, and you are loved. I believe every person that crosses our path is there to teach us, or we are there to teach them. And sometimes those experiences are wonderful and filled with joy, and sometimes those experiences are, are filled with heartache and sorrow. When I hit rock bottom, I knew that I could no longer rely on a human's love for me. I could only rely on God's love for me. And if he loved me that much, why couldn't I love myself? I wake up each morning grateful for my breath, for my life, for my ability to move my limbs, for my chance to serve and to love another day. I'm also a little bit obsessive about taking walks in nature because that's when God often speaks to me. And it's not like I hear a voice, but I receive a feeling, a nudge, an inspiration. And when this happens, I just always wonder like, how can anyone doubt the Lord? Which is why Jesus calling is such a blessing. Here are these words on these pages that just speak into the life of us as a human being. And I remember the first time someone gave me a book, I sat down and I think I read about half of it in one setting because I couldn't wait for the next day because I was so thirsty for that wisdom that seemed to flow off of those pages. I love July 14th. It says, keep walking with me along the path I have chosen for you. Your desire to live close to me is a delight to my heart. I could instantly grant you the spiritual riches you desire, but that is not my way for you. Together, we will forge a pathway up the high mountain. The journey is arduous at times, and you are weak. Someday, you will dance light-footed on the high peaks. But for now, your walk is often plodding and heavy. All I require of you is to take the next step, clinging to my hand for strength and direction. Though the path is difficult and the scenery dull at the moment, there are sparkling surprises just around the bend. Stay on that path I have selected for you. It is truly the path of life. That's one of my favorites. And I got to tell you something. I finally downloaded the Jesus Calling app so that I could receive the daily word because I keep giving all my books away. And when I need them, I can't find them. <laughs> Cheryl's life in the aftermath of her beautiful broken heart season led her to a wonderful new place. She never forgot the wisdom she received from her mother and support of family and friends who spoke lovingly into that tough time of her life. Eager to give back what she had been given, Cheryl was inspired to write encouraging thoughts around what she had learned and was passionate about taking these messages to people who might find hope and strength in their own times of need.
It was one Saturday morning, and it was rare that I would ever take a Saturday morning off from my stores, but I was exhausted. And that morning, although I had slept all night, I woke up with this heavy, 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 heavy heart. And I just laid there and I thought about all the individuals in my life, whether it was a customer or a friend or a neighbor or my sister, you know, people that I deeply cared about. They were just dealing with so many issues, whether it be marital issues or health issues or family issues or work issues. And it was as if I took all of their combined pain and heartache as my own. And the next thing I knew, I, my pen was hitting the paper and words were just flowing out of me. And at, in that moment, this little book called To Let You Know I Care was born. And it, it's, it's really funny, but I remember writing it and then I called my neighbor and my sisters and all these people and they came over and they read it. And it was just going to be a little gift book, but it had so much heart and soul in it. And my customers started to read it, and they were like, I want 12 copies. And so the next thing you know, I was sitting in front of my banker. Now, 15 minutes before that, I wrote a business plan on a napkin. And I went into my banker, and I asked him for a $10,000 loan. <laughs> I laugh about that today because that was crazy. And it was crazy that he even agreed to give me this money, but my passion and my enthusiasm must have been contagious because my banker, Tom, uh, said, when do you need the money, Cheryl? <laughs> and I said, today, because I gave my illustrator a check three days ago and I suspect she'll cash it soon. So what faith I had. I mean, really? That was pure faith. I mean, within months, to let you know I care was going into a second printing after we first published it. And I only tell you the story because without the fearlessness, and that God thing of feeling like I had to get this message to the world, that I don't think the Eat Your Peas collection, which is has many more far-reaching tendrils, um, and today I think we've touched over a million lives with the words in our Eat Your Peas books, I don't think that would have ever come to fruition. I had to take that first step, which really wasn't a step. It was a leap. That's where my heart and my passion um, that's where it's today, is in the Eat Your Peas collection. My mom always said when I was growing up, eat your peas, but I didn't really like my peas, but I knew they were good for me. My husband and I have this thing, we call it standing in the gap. And that is, is that sometimes people are brought into our lives so that we can stand in the gap and be there for them when a family member can't be. And sometimes it's help to help someone get through chemotherapy or someone that just needs a place to a respite, a place to rest their head. And so I think that, and this is a lesson I learned not only with my books, but also with my stores, is that we all need one another to navigate this life. And we all have that opportunity to reach out and dare, dare to, to be a resting place for someone titles like Eat Your Peace for sisters and girlfriends and grandkids and sons and daughters and tough times and someone special and blah, blah, blah. We have so many titles because there's so many opportunities to stand in the gap, to give that promise to someone to say, I care. Eat Your Peace for Mothers is one of my favorites. I wasn't always kind to my mother when I was growing up. I mean, when I was teen, I was, I was disrespectful and, and I was sometimes really, really mean. And I'll tell you, when I speak in high schools, I always tell the kids, go home and be nice to your mom because otherwise you'll have to spend the next 40 years of your life making up for it like I did. <laughs>
And so there's little pages in the book like, I'm so sorry for all the years. I thought the world revolved around me. And when did you become so wise? Why did it take me so long to notice? The day I gave it to her, I remember she was sitting in that same chair where she hugged me years before, saying that God had a different plan for me. She was sitting in that chair. And I watched as she read page after page of this little book. And you know, she was 88 years of age then. And I'll, and tears were streaming down her cheek. And this is a woman that I rarely saw cry. She looked up at me and she said, I'm so glad I've lived long enough to hear these words. I'm so glad I've lived long enough to hear these words. And you know, I know I've said, I'm sorry, Mom, for the heartache that I put you through. I know I tell her, I've told her I loved her a million times, but there was something about having it written in a piece of paper, something that she could go back to and refer to, something that she could keep on her nightstand or coffee table that was a reminder that all the sacrifices that she made, all the love that she gave, no matter how hard it was, that it was worth it. She deserves every bit of love and respect and admiration I can give her. An amazing woman. To learn more about Eat Your Peas for Mothers and the entire Eat Your Peas collection, visit CherylCarpin.com. Next time on the Jesus Calling Podcast, we speak to Emmy-nominated comedian, author, and actress Shonda Pierce. Shonda has been making audiences laugh for more than two decades, even while privately dealing with the struggle to overcome depression and multiple tragedies, including the loss of her husband to alcoholism. When sadness came to our home, and you can't be married for 31 years and not have the ups and downs, I just would cry out to God, and I would lean on, you know, girlfriends, and I would, and I would get busy and work. Let me just go work and tell people about Jesus, you know. David, David secretly spiraled into alcohol. Our featured passage today comes from the July 14th entry of the Jesus Calling audiobook. Keep walking with me along the path I have chosen for you. Your desire to live close to me is a delight to my heart. I could instantly grant you the spiritual riches you desire, but that is not my way for you. Together we will forge a pathway up the high mountain. The journey is arduous at times, and you are weak. Someday you will dance light-footed on the high peaks. But for now, your walk is often plodding and heavy. All I require of you is to take the next step, clinging to my hand for strength and direction. Though the path is difficult, and the scenery dull at the moment. There are sparkling surprises just around the bend. Stay on the path I have selected for you. It is truly the path of life. Hear more great stories about the impact Jesus Calling is having all over the world. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling podcast on iTunes. We value your reviews and comments so we can reach even more people with the message of Jesus Calling. And if you have your own story to share, we'd love to hear from you. Visit JesusCalling.com to share your story today.